Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. What's up, hot queens? Did you bring the baby gherkins? <laughs> this is when I really felt like maybe we shouldn't do this podcast. I hate to see it. Wasted potential. Are you drunk? <laughs> I am so drunk right now. Welcome to Bad Author Book Club. We're not like other authors. We're worse. I'm Clarabel Ayortega. And I'm Ryan LaSala, and we are two authors reading the most bizarre fiction we can find. Today's episode is Kissing the Coronavirus. (laughs) Ryan, she was supposed to cure the coronavirus. Instead, she fell in love with it. Oh my, what a tagline. I like so this is a highly highly requested uh book for us to read which is so like on our radar that it caused us to quite literally fundamentally change the idea of this podcast so that we could do books like yeah, this. Yeah, I think it's great. And I yeah, I really I think it's a good shift and I I cannot wait to get into this. So we have not discussed this yet with one another. Mm-mm, this is the, the sort of the maiden voyage of discussing this and I I feel like I have to say this. This is a real book. This is a real book that you can get for like 99 cents on uh, Amazon. It's like a self-published book from someone that has never like written anything else before. This is sort of their their first book and I have some notes about sort of the history of this book, but we'll we'll get to that after cuz really we should just get into the, yeah. the book itself. So, so the book is about uh, Dr. Alexa Ashingtonford, which, <laughs> first of all, I love the name Ashingtonford. What a serve. It's yeah, like, truly. if you're on the phone trying to think of a name and you combine, yeah. like, three names badly instead because you can't land on one. If, like, an AI watched too many, yeah. like, erotic movies from, the like, the 70s and had to, like, spit out a name, it would be Alexa Ashingtonford. It's incredible. I love... Oh, my God. That would be a really good Halloween costume. Like, and, going as the coronavirus and Alexa Ashingtonford. <laughs> that would be a great duo costume. Oh, my... It's, I mean, it would be quite the... Co- well, oh God, I, can't, I cannot wait to get to, to the it's end of this. It's a it's lot. It's a lot going on. But Alexa, she's a doctor... We're three words in. Dr. Alexa Ashton-Convert, already really good. She's in a she's in a lab right now, and she's holding up a test tube between her fingers, her perfectly pink manicured nails. Uh, it's amazing that she's, you know, doing testing on the coronavirus. Um, she's not wearing any gloves. No. <laughs> but it's a bubbling or liquid. Or goggles, is she? No goggles. Yeah, no goggles either. She, she has no PPE, which, if we've learned anything, is sort of not the way that you would visualize this, but... Alexa's not like other doctors. She's no, not she's, at all. She's not, not at, at all. At least, I hope... Not. She sort of proves time and time again that she is the exception to the rule, uh, and she's uh, she's 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 looking at in this bubbling liquid, pale bubbling liquid. Uh, it's a wild tiger thrashing in a cage. It's the coronavirus. This is one paragraph in. Yeah, and she's immediately in love with it. She's like H word for the test tube. Immediately. And, and then she like swears it's expanding, and I'm like, girl, it's made of glass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like. 
I don't like, I don't know how much erotica or listenership listens to weird children's authors, so I don't, <laughs> I don't read it. I actually don't talk about erotica either, but I can't imagine that all erotica sort of starts with immediate arousal. Like, usually, the, I don't know, there, I would expect some foreplay, but no, you're right. She's immediately horny for it. She's holding this test tube and she's like, this is, this is like a dick. It's just like a dick. <laughs> And I guess what we've been led to believe is that because of COVID, she yeah. hasn't been able to have sex. And right. she's just, like, losing her mind. Um, and it, the, just everything is just, um, it's just a lot. <laughs> well, so what, what I wanted to point out to you is that, like, you're right. Like, they give a case for, like, why she's like this. And it's because she's been locked indoors, like, everybody for, for at this point. This is from October 2020. So... It's, at this point, sort of, like, through the first wave, coming upon the second. Oh, my God, no pun intended. Uh, and <laughs> it's going to be such, this is so hard to talk about, no pun intended. Um, anyhow, she's, like, ex- she's exceptionally horny, and that's why she's, like, really, like, anything would, like, really, like, get me going. Which makes me wonder, has she tried to pick up anything else? Why specifically this? I I guess because... We were in co- the pandemic, and the author had to make it in bed. There's like, there's no, there's no explaining this. Like, it's not going to be logical. It's like trying to make sense out of Model Land. It just, won't. <laughs> no matter how hard we try, it's just not gonna oh my happen. God. When you said that this and Model Land actually sort of sound the same to like a reader's ear, that really like that lined things up for me in such a horrible way because they do. Like, here's a line from this. Imagine how sh- how she would feel if she touched herself with it. Pretty great, Alexa thought. Pretty great, indeedly. When I read indeedly, I really lost it. I was like, not indeedly. And it it's not in the same paragraph where her nipples are hardening like a tic-tac. So right. it was just yeah. a lot to take. Yeah, so she, she shakes the test tube. The creamy mm-hmm. liquid sloshes around. Basically, the, 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 the coronavirus in this looks like semen. Uh, it's pretty much parody for their uh mm-hmm. for imagery uh and she she you're right she like literally does like run the test tube down her body with the intention of happy times <laughs> happy, happy times down <laughs> happy, happy times yeah, down she below de- she describes it as having sat on a battery and i'm like your name is alexa literally order a vibrator off amazon right now someone There's, there get are vibrators alexa named Asher. after you alexa you go Not get one you probably get a discount battery. <laughs> battery she uh we get some graphic details just so you guys know like this is very clearly written as it's written as parody it's very clearly parody and there's like some really graphic details in this that like are like clearly in it for shock value and like similes, which I, I'd like literally, I don't think we can like repeat them because yeah, they're we don't so need graphic. To. We it's don't just, need to, it's but, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want to have a good time, like get some friends together and like popcorn read this book. Cause there's some great, great images in here. Like, you know, lace glided, glided across her skin, like a fat man on a water slide, like just like ridiculous stuff like that. That's like mm. so bad. Yeah. But, super um, bad. But fat sort of, you know, very, very <laughs> fat phobic, you know, shock value, shock value language. Mm. Uh, so she's doing this. And then what happens? D- Dr. Gertley Chun walks in. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Dr. Bob Gertley Chun walks he, in. He's a short king, but she's not interested. She except hates him. she has been considering doing it with him because she's so desperate. Yeah, right. Like, it's just been the two of them in this lab. And we, we learn that, like, 
we get some like exposition, right? Like they've been in the lab, they've been trying to solve coronavirus um, since the pandemic began, and it's just the two of them. But they had two other colleagues that succumbed to the disease, and uh, we get some <laughs> we get some really good like. Alexa's like, I, you know, I thought about hate fucking him, but I don't think that, like, my pride could take it. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then I love the part where he's like, oh, <laughs> sorry. I love, I can't. I love the part where, like, she's giving the backstory to, like, COVID. And she's like, slowly the virus spread across the globe. Asia, Europe, some other places. <laughs> but most importantly and worryingly, America. America. <laughs> <laughs> some other places. I love when they use the phrase slap and tickle. That feels very mm-hmm. British. Is is this British? This yes, yes, yes. Okay. This is it takes place in America. Um and but the author is British. Okay. I looked this up after the fact. We get Alexa talking she has a lot of a commentary on Dr. Gertlichund. She loves beards and mustaches, but just mu- of, just beards, not just, just beards. Sorry, yeah. yeah. She's using some mustaches. Only the start of a beard, like a micro penis. It's just the start of a real penis. What? <laughs> You need the rest. You need the rest of it for it to be truly (laughs) meaningful. So apparently Dr. G has not been listening to Alexa because of her giant yabos. Um, (laughs) And she has a double C thick butt as well. So he just just doesn't take her seriously, even though supposedly she's like the best scientist in the world or something. (laughs) But he walks in. I love this part. So... So apparently he's he's been trying to talk to her and he's like, Did you hear me? And <laughs> and he's oh, like, yeah. You've been standing there not responding to me for three and a half minutes. Right, like the like the time that we've been getting exposition, like time has been passing in the book. So she's just been standing there with like a test tube in her pants and he's like looking at her being like, Alexa, hello. So she she calmly refastens the buttons on her lab coat. Pop, pop, which pop Pop, is like a big theme. We get a lot of pop. The word pop is like probably repeated more than any other word for whatever reason. Right. It's true. And she's thinking like they're really close to the end of the trials for the cure. By the way, none of the language in this, the science language is like accurate whatsoever. This is how I would write science. (laughs) Right. Like no research was conducted in it. It's very funny as a result. But they're like, yes, like the cure is nearly done. Like it's in this tube. And they like hold up a tube of like glowing blue liquid. <laughs> and Alexa's like, finally, like we'll solve this and I can finally have sex again. Like her priorities are very much focused on that. Right. Uh, I love I love the part where she was like, Dr. Gertley Chun like just doesn't trust me because I'm a like a sexy lady scientist, but I know what the I know what the vaccine needs. It needs to- just a drop more of coronavirus. Yeah. Like just, a, like, just a little bit more. It doesn't have enough. <laughs> yeah, she's she's determined to put one more drop of coronavirus <laughs> into, directly into the vaccine. Right. That's how it works. This whole time, she's also lamenting that uh, Dr. What's his name again? Gertley Chun is not, yeah. like, a big, hot stud. And he's, like, a short guy because it's not her preference. And she just keeps harping on that. Right, um, like she wants to have sex with somebody, and the fact that it can't be girly chund is like such a frustration to her. Right, because he's and, the most convenient person. Because right, he's so the only person she sees apparently. So she's gonna go through him. And she's gonna do whatever it takes. She's gonna do whatever it takes to get out of this lab, solve the pandemic on the way, but to you know to have sex because she's on the verge of having sex with the test tube. So she's very desperate, and that's why ultimately she decides I'm gonna I'm gonna tamper with this. Like yeah. he leaves the room inexplicably for like thirty minutes, in which time. 
what does she do? She like she she flounces <laughs> over, like her hair is wafting lavishly to his workstation. She opens up the cabinet and she puts in just she just knows that she has to add one more drop of COVID nineteen <laughs> to the vaccine. She does this like without a pipette, without any scientific tool. She just literally like lines up the test tubes and like bloop drops it in. We get another pop. Yeah, snap, snap, crackle, and pop. There's also one line that I really love a lot, which is she tore open the box of samples and began running them on the sample-o-meter. <laughs> each sample came up positive and each matched up with the results they had previously obtained from other samples they had sampled. Incredible. Right, like, while she's handling this, like, she's, like, so turned on by COVID that, oh like, God. even the sound of it makes her, uh, her ovaries clash together like symbols. <laughs> she's, like, so turned on by science, but, like, the language is so funny. Yeah, it's, like... She began to do science, and she knew that her science was accurate because when science is accurate, it makes science noises, which she heard with her own ears. Mm-hmm. 100%. I trust her. I trust her with I trust, her, I trust her, too. She's like a sim doing science. Do you think uh, this is why people are so hesitant to get vaccinated? Is, is everybody just like H-word for the coronavirus and we don't know it? Claire, well, I'm so glad that you brought that up because when people say, I just want to conduct my own research, I just want to like watch them and be like, all right, like go for it. Like, what are you researching? Because I imagine them then pulling this up and like reading it. And this is why they're like, hmm, I'm, I have to do a little bit more research. Like, this is what they're reading. Yeah, that's exactly what they would. They would be like, I got to get to my sampleometer so I can do yeah. my research. I need to click on my sampleometer and do some samples. So, well, I mean, luckily, so she's right. Her intuition, she's spot on. She solves the vaccine with this like single drop of covid in it and her samples come back positive and so they're like we're ready to go to clinical trials we're ready to go test this on humans and, yeah. and dr gertley chund is like we there's no time for that dr yeah. ashington ford we we have to test this on me yeah and uh at this point i i kind of knew it, we were gonna be in a captain america type situation i was like i oh. did not see this coming <laughs> but you're right yeah so then something really funny happens which is that he tells her that he's had covid this whole time <laughs> And Alexa's like, you bitch, you haven't been social distancing. I like the live where she's like, Alexa stepped back two meters. <laughs> yeah, because he hadn't been, he, Dr. Gertley Chun, we're not practicing social distancing etiquette. Yeah, etiquette. yeah. And that was the, you know, she's worried about that, but she was going to go go to town on the test too. But she, you know, she, God, I mean. This, Alexa is a character with depth, right? Like, she's complicated. Walt Whitman could never. Alexa contains multitudes. And she really proves that time and time again, where she contradicts her her scientific knowledge just to get close to the the one thing she loves, which is this virus. I think it's really beautiful. So, Dr. G injects himself with the with the vaccine. He's in shambles, falls to the floor. (laughs) And then he suddenly turns green, so then I was like, maybe I got the wrong Avenger. (laughs) (laughs) um yes he like falls behind his workstation he starts coming up and there's actually hold on there's a really funny line somewhere in this oh what is it it's oh this line for some reason i'm gonna read this whole paragraph okay go so he's like transforming (laughs) for some reason the lights flashed wind whipped around the lab lashing alexa's hair back and forth and shaking her ample breasts (laughs) There were lots there were lots of sounds and shaking and Alexa's heart hammered harder than the time she was hammered by a carpet fitter when he came to fit carpets in her country manor. That is I mean give this one of the sentences 
truly, right like, at no point did I know what word would come next. Never mind the end of the sentence. Like, the fact that we started with wind whipping ample breasts around. Actually, you know what? This feels very inspired by the music video to It's All Coming Back From Me Now by uh, Celine Dion. That's kind of what this felt like. There were yeah. nights when the wind was so cold in the lab. Mm-hmm. I love oh, that music God. video. Gonna watch yeah, it later. Super incredible. So... Basically, Dr. G turns into, like, he's like the personification of COVID, and he's fucking ripped, which is exactly what uh, our girl Alexa has been right wanting this whole time. Yeah, it makes her C-word judder with anticipation. Yeah. And we get, we get like, the top-down description of him. His strong brow, his piercing blue eyes, supple lips. His green skin. <laughs> his green skin, a flat stomach. Legs, <laughs> just legs. Just legs. Um, the feet line really took me out. Um, so you, so you, so you get the description, and then it says, and presume presumably feet, but Alexa couldn't see those behind the desk. <laughs> so he also somehow, so the the coronavirus knows Alexa was infected and gave Doctor G COVID, but was she was like asymptomatic, and I'm like, how does he know? But then I guess like he's COVID, so he's like an expert, like own voices for being literal COVID. Right, like literally that. And you know, this is like a layer of intrigue to this. Like I don't think you realize this. Like she not only was like ethically tampering with a virus, but like she killed mm-hmm. Doctor Gertlichen twice because she yeah. gave him coronavirus which i think in this world definitely was a death sentence because so far everyone had died from it and and then she tampered with the thing that he eventually put into his body turning him into this and the coronavirus covid is like like alexa's like are you dr bob gertlichund and and coronavirus is like no i've consumed him like he's gone he's done like ate him basically yeah so they start making out (laughs) yeah let's hear it let's go more than just the light traveling of the hands and he literally chews away her bra. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> amazing. His, I love that he's also, did did he already tell her to call him COVID? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're calling him COVID. That's the yeah. same. Boyfriend do you, COVID. Do you think people will call children COVID in the future? Absolutely. I know that someone has already named, but it's going to be like COVIDia and like, like fun plays <laughs> upon it that people think they're being like, cute and i don't know i like i don't know what people think of themselves when they do stuff like this but people do this all the time yeah uh i don't i those poor children um so the the first point of contact is a a a strong chunk of a finger rubbed across alexis cheek chunk a strong chunk chunk of her yeah she's having like yeah she's having the ethical dilemma she's like crying with her eyes closed and the covid pokes her in the cheek and it's like hey (laughs) y'all right (laughs) hey his giant hands. He's gone, said the virus. I'm here now. She nodded and shuffled towards him. <laughs> she shuffled. Um, the virus opened his hand, and Alexa nestled her cheek into it. Yeah. It was like lying on a warm, welcoming pillow, soft and strong, dreamy and happy, some other nice things she couldn't even describe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The descriptions are, are A+. Like, further on, and you know, she's talking about something, and she says it was so long and warm and fat. <laughs> like an arm without bones. <laughs> yeah, that was his pee-pee. Um, and then <laughs> this part made me laugh so hard, Ryan. Yeah. So <laughs> she looked up at him. His oh. eyes were striking, like a goat's, but without the sideways pupils. She couldn't look away. And then they seemed to be growing bigger, wider, sexier. <laughs> <laughs> the, goat, the goat line is so good. Like a goat, but not sideways. <laughs> 
Um, and then she realizes that his eyes weren't in fact getting bigger. They were just getting closer. Yeah, it's it's a forced perspective. The cinematography mm-hmm. alone. You know, some people visualize like imagery. Like, do you see in your mind the images that you're writing? Yes, big time. Yeah. Yeah, so do I. Uh, and I think so does our, our author here. Like, it's just so visual. You can tell that there's a, like a, a movie playing in their mind. Yeah, for sure. So then they're, okay, they're finally making out. His tongue is so soft and hot, like a chunk of microwave fish. Microwave fish sloshing so, around on the inside so of her mouth. So then there's like, yeah. there's just sex. Like, I mean, you don't have to <laughs> describe it because it's pretty graphic. It's, it's like, pretty graphic. It's just a lot. Just know that this the is when, this is when is the... in there. Oh, yeah, it makes it in. Her bra gets chewed away. She addresses him. Oh, yeah, she didn't want him to have all the fun, so there's um, there's some balloon metaphors coming up. Um, it, things things jiggle with appreci- appreciation. Uh, she is quite amazed at the size of things. That's been a big focus of hers for for a really long time. Um, I believe that I believe they do. Well, she definitely takes it from behind. We don't know how specifically. They sort of yeah. leave that detail out, but. But we're led to, I mean, she does a good job. Like, they have, like, earth-shattering sex in the middle of the lab, yeah. which, uh, the entire time, I'm, like, worried, though, because I'm, like, this is a lab, like, this is a complete failure, this experiment. Like, you've not mm-hmm. solved anything. You've created a monster, and now you're having sex with it. Like, what? What if she has corona babies? Oh, um, there is a sequel. <laughs> which I could what? probably get up to. There's three of them. No, and, there is not. Yes, yes, there are. And then there are sequels to this. It's, the, well, the Kissing the Coronavirus 2, the second wave, is what it's called. And then there's, like, a third one, too, which I forget the name of. Um, it's called, like, The Antibody or something like that. So, there, there, you know, there's a extended universe to this. And also, there are ripoffs of it as well. Like, for instance, um, I was looking online, and there's one on Goodreads called Courting Coronavirus, which is, like, a Regency-era romance in which... Not Dr. Alexa, it's a different author. A, a doctor, a female doctor, accidentally sends coronavirus back in time and has to, like, go back in time to follow it oh and God. also, like, court it at court and, like, flirt with it. And that's how she's going to, like, get close, but not too close, is the tagline. Oh, my God. So, well, please don't ask so, us to read the sequels. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I very barely got through this, but... Oh my um, god! So yeah, so she's trying not to crack her teeth on the floor because it's it's getting it's like Edward and Bella, uh, yeah. honeymoon territory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that much. If there mm-hmm. was a bed, maybe it would be broken. And then I guess she it it feels like they're building to something. Like what was this feeling? Like was it love? But then they don't actually say. What oh, I'll tell saying. you. I'll tell you what it is. It's like, yeah, there's this big, like, what was it? What was it about him? Her heart raced, sweat poured from her pores. And then this is it. This is, I don't know if you caught this, but I think the big line is, he had undoubtedly (gasps) taken her breath away. I get it. He gave her COVID. Right. Like, it's it's a ventilator joke. Uh, Isn't that awful? It's so awful. Like, imagine you were the... Yeah, truly. Like, and we'll get to the... I actually want to talk about the ethics of this after, but like... That's it. Like, there's no love in this. Like, the big moment is basically this, like, unpulled punch of, like, I'm going to make a joke about, like, taking someone's breath away, like, via sex, via COVID. Like, that's that's the joke. Oh, my God. I didn't even get that. I'm I'm a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I didn't tell you. I'm sorry. It's fine. 
So um, she didn't. She doesn't mourn Doctor Gertley Chund um, at all. Yeah, it's like fuck that guy. Oh my god, missing was her aching to be savaged vaginally. What? Mm-mm. Oh, that's what was missing from the scene was you know not Doctor Gertley Chund was actually just. Something vaginal. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> they rest for a little bit. They, like, take a short nap, and then it ends. That's it. It's the end. The last word is and. and yeah. And that's With it. With an M dash. Yeah, that's and that's the, that's the end. end of it. And so then it goes into a sequel, I assuming. But, uh, but yeah, that's, like, it's, like, a really quick, sexy 16 pages. <laughs> uh, sexy in quotations. Definitely <laughs> intending to be sexy. Um, she, my favorite part of her bio is she lives in Surrey with her husband and 19 ferrets. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that's true. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so I want to, I want to discuss this book, uh, with you because I think that there's like a lot to, to, to be said about not just like what was in this, but also just the genre of pornographic satire that like mm. has become kind of popular recently like the the sort of the chuck tingle model of like taking something in pop culture mm. and turning it into like this like overblown no pun intended like erotic novel and i, I how do you feel about that right something as sensitive as this topic turned into something as like farcical as this like wh- like what are your thoughts on like where this falls like morally mm. i think it's kind of tough right because like i can't i can't say like i haven't had anybody pass away from covid yeah. And I feel like it's such a fresh thing, right? It's like if someone did this with like another disease, I I still feel like it might be kind of controversial cuz like could you imagine someone doing this with like AIDS or something like that? I feel like right. that would be like really awful. So when you think about it like yeah, it's like funny like you read it, it's like weird, but then when you get to that line, it almost it almost just like makes it a little bit more like oof. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I guess, I guess if it's going to cross a line, it crossed it by existing. But, right. but yeah. I just felt, I just felt like that last line made me sort of feel a little bit uncomfortable. And I just thinking of, I, I mean, I, I don't think someone who has lost someone to COVID is going to go seeking this out, but I would wonder how, how they would feel seeing this. Like, I can't speak for, for them. I don't know what they would feel like, but I imagine not good. Yeah, I, I, that's sort of where I'm at too. And like, like, I, like I've had COVID, I recovered, it was mild. So like, I'm fine. I've sort of brushed against like the experience mm. of it. And I, there have been people near me that I, I've lost to it. At the same time, like, I do really love parodies when they're executed really well and I like I'll be the first to tell you that like Chuck Tingle like I love reading those stories they're very funny if you haven't Mm -hmm. if you don't know who that is like check them out they're like they started out as really ridiculous like erotica novels and then they turned into like political commentary so like one of them is like T-Rex law firm gangbang like that's literally one of the titles um that's not literally one of them but it could be and then uh, but now it's like it's you know it's like it's like seduced by uh trump's like (laughs) unwillingness to like (laughs) submit his tax papers and it's like like an anthropomorphic version of like donald trump's taxes like playing hard to get and like they're really funny and in a sense i i do understand like the the point of parody is to sort of like punch at something bigger than you and covid is something that has become so Mm. dominating in public discourse that has been made as a joke by people that have been like 
so in denial about science. So I almost feel like if this is a parody, it's not necessarily making fun of like COVID, right? It's like making fun of like this really sort of like cartoon attitude towards this thing where people feel like it is like, you know, this like, I don't even know, this like mascot of itself. And so I, I can kind of understand like what this is is, is getting mm-hmm. at. And I do appreciate like the parody for that matter. Like I thought it was funny. I enjoyed reading this and uh but at the same time I was like oh this is like I feel bad about like giggling at some of this yeah I didn't really think of it in that context to be honest until I realized that she ends up like getting COVID symptoms at the end of it um I don't know what it is about that line it just made me a little bit sad I mean part of me like as someone so okay not to like make this about my work and I hate that I'm like relating my work to this but like I think you can take something really terrifying and traumatic, and I think you can definitely address it with, like, humor and levity. I actually try to do that in, like, a lot of the things that I write, where it's a real person dealing with something that's, like, really terrifying, and um, because a defense mechanism of mine is humor, like, they're going to go into it about that. I can actually see someone sort of writing something in, like, the era of COVID about it like this, that, like, has humor like this, but does deal with sort of the larger themes of, like... Mm you know, what it means to be vulnerable. And I was actually, I actually, I like, I sat down and I pushed myself to actually do like a, a real deeper meaning read of this. And so do you want to hear what I like came up with about like, yeah. if I had to like write a, like an AP English paper? Okay. I think the deeper meaning of this, it's about how all of us are trapped in sort of this like love affair with this like new dominating power. And there's like, there's so much of this is about power. She actually says time and time again, the reason she's attracted to COVID is because of its power. And so I think that like what the author is getting at is like this, like this need to be submissive and to give oneself over to powerlessness, basically to remove our own accountability uh, in the process of basically harboring an invisible threat. Cause she is that invisible threat. She harms the people around her. She kills Dr. Bob Gertlichen twice. So the, the need to sort of become powerlessness in that like, in the close setting of the lamp, to her, it totally absolves her of, like, any actual, like, accountability and takes the strain of that off of her, which she derives pleasure from, from, like, a sexual satisfaction point of view. I mean, that makes sense to me. <laughs> Does it's, it? It's very, it's, like, it's very, like, it's a lot deeper than what I... But you, you sat there and you, like, actually tried to think about it. I didn't. I did, I, I did. I was just, like... <laughs> This is weird. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, ultimately, you're right. It is. <laughs> like, that's truly the right reaction. I did, I actually did some, like, research on this, too. Mm. And apparently, there, so there is a Wikipedia page about this book, and apparently the author, they, like, picked at random, like, just, like, a pen name, and they wrote it because they lost their job to COVID oh. uh, and the pandemic, and they just needed money. And so they thought that this would be, like, an easy way to basically, like, compromise their artistic integrity and create something like clearly as a joke that was gonna like get them money quickly and I think it worked I mean tons of people definitely bought this just to like hate read it yeah I I I feel like that makes it a little bit less cringy because they're Mm. reacting to something that has affected them you know sure and I also feel like this came really early on right yeah yeah um and it wasn't like the complete shit show that it is now. Like I remember some of us being like, "It'll be over in a month," type of situation. But right. clearly, that's not what happened. So, right, yeah. I sort of and this is a pick and choose type of thing, but I understand that people have different reactions towards like intense mm-hmm. stress and trauma, especially artists. And some people can't create. Some people can only create things that are like sort of about the moment that they're in. So reading that, I was like, okay, I can actually understand like where this came from. 
And at a certain point, as, like, an entrepreneur myself, I, like, I understand, like, combining your art with sort of an entrepreneurial idea to, like, get income that way. Like, sure. Wish I thought of it myself. Except I, I literally don't, because I would not write this myself. But I can't appreciate appreciate it for, for that reason alone. But, you know, this is a much deeper analysis than really anybody ever thought they were going to probably have about this book. It's on the surface exactly what it is. It's just a very silly 16 pages about a woman having sex with an anthropomorphic protein. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Did you have a rose and a thorn? No. (laughs) The whole thing's a thorn. (laughs) I did like the line, I don't know, this is like both a rose and a thorn, but the line that said, Alexa's heart fluttered like it had done the time she fucked the farmer's cross-eyed son (laughs) and uncrossed his eyes. I mean, I did have that highlighted. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) I guess some other nice things she couldn't even describe really made me. <laughs> yeah, oh right. no, never mind the goat line. The That's goat incredible. Eyes. That was That's really incredible. funny. Jesus Christ. Uh, well, we did it. Yeah, thanks everyone for asking us to read this. So glad that <laughs> we hate you... you. Yeah, thanks a bunch. Please don't make us read the. I mean, if you want us to, we'll think about it. Not that we're unopen to requests, but this was. This was... I paid real money for this. Oh, what fun. So before anything, go and find us on iTunes. Give us a stellar review and rating. Tell your friends and then follow us on social media. So per our new name, we've updated a bunch of things. Our our website is badauthorbookclub.wordpress.com. Our anchor site is anchor.fm slash badauthorbookclub. On Twitter, we are badauthorpod. And on Instagram, we are badauthorbookclub. And if you'd like to follow me, I am on all social media as at the Ryan LaSalla. That's Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And I'm at Clarabelle underscore Ortega on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And I feel, oh, yeah, I got all of them. I feel smug about that. Yes, yes, you, you and as you should. Anyhow, gosh, thanks, Har Queens. Um, this has been a lovely departure from Model Land by Tyra Banks, but... If you have other funny books that you want us to, to read and to spend way too much time analyzing, uh, let us know. Drop us a link, find us on social media, and hit us up because uh, we... Did we enjoy this? Was this oh, fun? I, I enjoyed moments of it, I suppose. I, but I, think I had it's, fun. I think it's fun to take like little breaks from Model Land here and there and mm-hmm. try different uh, things. But we'll see what our listeners think. <laughs> Yeah, you can find us on Discord too. Uh, we'll put the link in the show notes, but yes. that's where that's where uh, we field requests like this. So we've got sort of a long list of, of stuff to to get through. But if you've got a book and you just need us to talk about it, and you think it's absolutely bizarre and ridiculous, let us know. That's what we're here for. Yeah. All right. See you next week, Hot Queens. Bye, Hot Queens.